What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Speaking Llama. After a two-week hiatus, Alex, can you believe that we have been gone from the airwaves almost as long as the game of Survivor is now? <laughs> when you put it in those terms, I, I guess I can't believe it, Caleb. That is, <laughs> that is very true. We have almost completed a season of Survivor with how long we've been off the air. <laughs> hey, we, we at least made it all the way to merge. With, oh, easily. I mean, right? that was one week, right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Um, we apologize. Uh, this is the, our first time back on in quite a few weeks. Uh, there's been some things happening and moving. Uh, Alex and I got into a huge fight. I mean, that's not new uh, because Alex, people, I, I hate to tell you, he has sold his soul what soul he had left and has moved and started a new job down at that school in Austin, Texas. Can you believe it? He has betrayed his roots. He hates me. Obviously he hates. We all knew that. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying this. I don't don't understand why that's related. This is professional um, validation of your hatred of me. Great. Cool. Hook them horns. Uh, yeah, so I started a new job down here at UT Austin, which is really fun. So I'm in my new apartment with my dog, Malcolm, who still is very unsure of uh, where he's at and why he's here. Um, and he does not enjoy the three flights of stairs. We have to walk every single day, multiple times a day. Um, but yeah, it's fun. I also am, uh, there must be something in the air down here in Austin because I am having some allergies today. So if you, if it sounds like my voice is weird, uh, weirder than usual, uh, that is why. So I will be taking some uh, tissue breaks while Caleb rambles on with some of his thoughts tonight. Alex, it's not, it's not Austin that's the problem. It's the school that you're working at. Well, I guess I'm allergic to longhorn hair or something like that. Yeah, well, you know, for those that don't know, uh, Baylor University, where I, I went to graduate school and and, uh, and where we both worked and worked at, um, a first of all, sick and bears because you know Big Twelve champs, those that follow football, uh, but B, uh, I hate that school at Austin. I won't even say its name because that's how much I hate it. St. Edwards, sure, whatever you want to call it, Austin Community College, maybe we'll see. Anyways, Alex, we are back, um, and maybe it took us not recording episodes, Alex, because a lot has happened since we, we, you know, we spent weeks being like, what are we going to talk about? There's not really much to say. And then it's like, bam, so much has happened in the last two weeks. We had the biggest move of the game with two episodes ago with Shan, uh, being voted out and that kind of unraveling the game just in terms of unraveling it from what I probably expected the game to go had that not happened uh, to now Leon has gone home and to now to tonight's episode, we see uh, Danny go home. uh, The third person of that, that Alliance in a row. And there's a lot to talk about. A lot's happened. We're going to jump into our traditional outwit outplay outlast moments of the week, but Alex, let's give a brief snapshot. I, I know that some of our fans have been clamoring for our thoughts, but we can't go. We, that would take us two hours. 
Uh, and we're not going to give you a two hour episode. I'm just sorry. We are, you know, go listen to RSJP if you want that. Uh, but let's I give. A, a, yeah. And you should. They're great over there. Um, we we are all, Rob and Fishback. Right. He, if he, Rob and Fishback were <laughs> five to 10 years younger and never played Survivor. And never played Survivor. Uh, and also, Rob makes money off of that. So he, he has lots That's of time true. and energy to devote to that. So he's doing That's his true. work. Um, but let's give a brief snapshot. What we're gonna, I'm going to go episode by episode. Okay. Uh, so from the Shan Boot episode, we see that question of what's going to happen with Ricard and Shan. Shan kind of says, like, we're going to duke it out with Ricard. Uh, and Ricard's like, yeah, we are. And then Shan tells him, hey, they're targeting you. And Ricard's like, interesting. You're, you're telling me that? Cool. I'm going to vote you out now. And so we see that big move happen. We see Erica start to kind of get her legs underneath her for the game. What are your thoughts from the Shan boot out episode? Yeah, my first thought is just uh, circling back. I am the fishback uh, of two of us. Second um yeah i mean i think it was a great move i have been on the ricard train for several episodes now um really since uh beginning of the merge maybe a little bit before the merge um and i love the move um i i hate it because i love shan uh and i was genuinely shocked to see her go i i i thought she was winning the game i really i really was i saw her and liana and deshaun and danny being the final four um clearly i was very off uh, in that prediction, but it was fun to see. And it was fun to see Ricard make the move that he did. Um, uh, because for me, it was unexpected. Um, I, maybe I should have expected it. Maybe the season, um, let me down thinking it, there wasn't going to be any big strategic move. I don't know. Uh, but when he threw out Shan's name, um, yeah, I, I said a phrase I wouldn't want to say in front of my grandma, uh, watching the TV. So, is that hook of horns? I, I wouldn't say that in front of my grandma. <laughs> that, <laughs> yes, that's what I said. I said hook of horns. Uh, so yeah, I loved it. I think it was really fun. Um, again, I'm sad Shan left. I thought she played a really good game. Again, at times a messy game, uh, but nothing short of exciting. And I think she's a fan favorite from this from the season, obviously. Um, so sad to see her go. Shout out to Ricard though, and and shout out to him not not like you know he cut her but it hasn't hurt his game you know he's he's been perceived as this huge target and he's either able to manage that build relationships with erica and heather and xander and win immunity challenges since then so uh really he's setting himself up very well to go even deeper into this game post shan vote out which could have been his downfall yeah that you know Alex, this will get into the kind of the next episode too, but when he no, made no, that no. move. No, 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 no. Hold Follow on. the rules, Caleb. I, I Don't worry. I am the rules. Uh, I think that when, I, when he made that move, I left that episode thinking, okay, wh- where does Ricard go from here? Who, who are his allies? Because I don't know that he has a ton. I think he needed to move on Chan uh, at some point because I, th- I think that alliance of Danny, Deshaun, Chan, and Liana would have been the final four had this not happened. Um, and so I, I had Ricard moved on with their plan. Eventually, at some point, they would have cut Ricard, like we already saw Deshaun doing, because Deshaun rightfully 
targeted to Sean as like that Shan's ally. If I want to keep Shan with me, I need to take him out. Um, and then we see this interesting, like we're able to reflect on that move with two episodes later to see what happened has happened. And we see this interesting dynamic take place is that Deshaun comes back to camp after the episode and kind of tries to flip the negativity onto Ricard and that blows up in his face. And so Deshaun becomes public enemy, enemy number one. Uh, and then we all saw what happened last week with the uh, risk that he had to take and the um, winning safety uh, off of random chance. And um, what I think is interesting about this is if you look at it from a group's perspective, right, even if Ricard doesn't have any allies. And, you know, at this point now, he's probably has gained some allies and some tractions, regardless if they think he's a big threat. But if I look at that group of four alliance and I see uh, when we take out Shan, well, Liana, Danny, and Deshaun could still be a threesome if they work together. I have Erica and Heather, who are, are a twosome, that are kind of aligned with Xander, but Xander's more of a lone wolf. I now have Ricard, who's a lone wolf. And if I'm them, right? We saw in this past episode, Deshaun being upset at the four of them for voting out Liana rather than Ricard, who is, had been winning immunities and was finally able to be targeted. Well, from their perspective, if we vote out Ricard, now it's three against three off of what was a pretty strong alliance. I, I don't feel comfortable with those numbers. So we're going to, now the risk is that Ricard wins immunity this week and now we can't vote him out. And so it, it's interesting to see like, I'll be, I'll be interested to see how Ricard continues to work based off of that move because I didn't know who his allies were going to be. And if he was going to be a target, I think he's still a pretty big target going forward in this game. Um, but it was the right move to make at the time because I think he if he waited too long. He wouldn't have had the numbers to pull that off. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And, and even watching tonight's episode where at the beginning where Deshaun and Xander are talking on the beach and Deshaun's like, why, why, why would you do that? Um, why wouldn't you cut Ricard? I'm sitting there thinking that was Xander's best move. Yeah. Uh, because again, it's three versus a loose, a loose, a loose three versus a loose three, but leaving Liana in the game who has been helping the entire season to get out Xander, um, like take her out when you can, if, if you're Xander. Um, yeah. And now you have a, a newfound group of four versus a tight two. And yeah, one of those group of four, uh, is pretty good at challenges and it's kind of the, the the biggest player right now in Ricard, but you have multiple tribal councils to get him out. And even if you, if he was serious about wanting Ricard out tonight, he can take him out and it's still a group of three with Xander, Erica and Heather against Danny and Deshaun. And if I'm Xander in that group of five, I'm betting that I can win the final two immunity challenges. Um, so Really, I, I think voting Liana out last episode was Xander's best move of the game, and I think it solidified him going to the final three. I don't think it solidifies him winning the game. I don't think he has the strongest game, especially looking at the jury. I don't think he has a solid group of allies on the jury uh, to give him a win. I do think he we will see him in the final three, though, which is shocking to me. It, if you were to <laughs> tell me that in the first couple episodes uh, or even preseason, I... I would have been shocked. I mean, he's the one player 
that you and I didn't draft uh, yeah. in our fantasy tribe, even post merge. So uh, clearly we, we, uh, we didn't have much faith in him, but it's been fun to see him play. Yeah. I, I think he will have a case to win if he does something with that idol in his pocket. Uh, and I don't mean like plays it just because he has to play it, but is able to do something crap because that way he can look back to the not playing it for Tiffany, not playing it for Evie and going, I held this for a reason. And here is why I held that idol and look how it paid off for me. Um, you can have that kind of long game narrative um, so that justifies some of maybe passive decisions that you decided to make. But uh, so let's move on to the second episode um, that we missed and, and weren't able to kind of cover in particular as kind of just a reminder, that was the episode where we had a 30 minute tribal council yeah. uh, where it was, I mean, we went, I, I was texting Alex the, the entire Maybe I was sexing. I was sexing somebody the entire time, but we went to that tribal and it was like, okay, like they're gonna do a revote. They're gonna have something else happen. Deshaun's definitely not going home. And then like ended up being a twenty minute tribal council and was yeah. So Alex, thoughts from the episode where uh, Liana ultimately goes home? Yeah, my first thought is, are you cheating on me? Who who else are you texting during Survivor? This is news to me. Oh, no. um, it's Reynolds. Who? Reynolds from uh, Survivor Reynolds Fans vs. Favorite 2. Reynolds what? I don't oh, know. Reynolds. Reynolds. He lives in Austin. Reynolds, so yeah. Colby. Um, <laughs> Inside jokes, yeah. people. They're great for podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, in my notes here, I have, uh, I have a couple notes for this episode. One is just be obnoxious about Liana going home. Um, because she was my winner pick. Very sad. I'm disappointed that Caleb's winner pick and Erica is still in. I like Erica. Um, I'm just disappointed that Caleb chose her. Um, not disappointed in her, just, you know, you, you know, I'm just. Yeah. Hey, I, I'll give you credit, Alex. Um, Liana made it much farther than I ever would have given her credit for. Thank it. you. I remember when you picked her, I was like, oh, seriously? Thank you in Thank the you. bag, Alex. Because here's this like young girl. I, she had the, based on her preseason press, had this archetype of a young girl that was going to play naively and get voted out pretty quickly. Much like another one of your picks and uh, Sarah, uh, <laughs> if we're being honest. Uh, but like, well, okay, I stand by that. <laughs> I, I was thinking about this tonight. Like, in my, my top four for that fantasy draft, we're, we're pulling back the curtain, people. My top four, it was Liana and then Erica and then Shan and then Ricard. Those were my top four. Deshaun was number five and Sarah was number six. Okay, so with Erica and Deshaun still in the game and Ricard still in the game and Shan being the biggest player of the season, I feel good about who I initially wanted. Now, that didn't work out for me, but uh, anyway, yeah, sad to see Liana go. But when it was between her and Ricard, again, I'm on the Ricard train. I'm all about Ricard this season. So I was sad to potentially lose our bet, but I was happy that Ricard did not go home. Um, I'm curious, Caleb, what you think about the, the do or die twist? Because I, I wrote down, I think I like it, but I don't know in my notes because I love the chaotic nature of it. You know, I love chaos. Everyone knows I love chaos. Yeah. 
but it feels almost too random for survivor i think survivor should have a a strong element of chance it felt too much um of just i i I don't know it's an interesting play of do you sit out do you play and potentially go home i i don't know but um i don't know how i feel about it even a week later how do you feel about it yeah great topic uh my younger brother carson here's your shout out uh and i just had a conversation about this is this carson's first shout out maybe i don't know i don't keep it right hey shout out to you carson uh i don't well first of all like many things in this season if it were just that um i i'd be great this is an awesome twist that, that was cool to see but it's also like on top of all the other like random stuff um, that just needs to be tossed onto Escapade Island and, and, and left there. Um, that it just like feels like too much, but I, I, I like it uh, because what do I talk about all the time, Alex, is that anything that adds nuanced layers to the game, I think is intriguing. Yes, it is very different. It's very random, uh, especially when I found out that he had a 30% chance of staying and a 66% chance of going home. Like yes. that. And I don't think they told them that going in, which is like, Oh man, like that's, that was real. I don't know if you make that decision. Uh, well, I think Deshaun makes that decision no matter what, but I think, you know, maybe Danny doesn't um, sit out, like maybe sits out because of that. But the reason I thought it was intriguing was because it made that it, it goes back to, um, I think we talked about it early. I, I think they did a challenge where they had to choose to sit out for a reward or not. But like um, in that epi- like in that decision, you have to make a statement one way or the other. A, I am not a challenge threat, so I can't, I'm going to drop out early, so I need to drop out. B, I need, uh, I feel safe enough to not sit out and that's so, or to, to sit out. So I'm not going to risk myself going home um or see i need to make sure someone else doesn't win so i like want i, I need to play and i'm gonna risk that and so Deshaun had to play in that scenario but it added an interesting layer and nuance to the game um and so i, I don't hate it um i think about australian survivor in one of the more recent seasons they have the like you get voted out, but you smash and earn and you have there's a potential safety in there where you don't get voted out. Like, yeah, that's not survivor to its name, but here's the main difference too. I think earlier in the season when we had at the merge, we had Erica go to the um, exile Island where she had to make the decision about the hourglass. And in that episode, I talked about how, what I didn't like about that was that there was no Jeff colloquialism to hint at that an important decision would be made at that exile island, right? Where Jeff says, oh, just remember, every decision always comes with a price. Uh, And, right, to kind of tell the contestants, hey, this is an important decision. Uh, Here at this one, he told them, hey, you cannot sit out, you can sit out or you cannot, it's going to cost you if you get out last. And so I'm okay with it. Yeah, and I think... uh... I mean, first back to the Erica um, turning back time thing. I'm still in mad. I can't remember if we talked about it on this episode or if I was just ranting to, to you or someone else in real life. Uh, I wish all the people who had been voted out just came walking back in like Edge of Extinction. It's just like, okay, 
it's now day one. Yeah. And, and I, I just, that's a missed opportunity. It would have been, that's the kind of chaos that I'm looking for. Um, and I think I, I like the changes they made to this with the do or die twist where it wasn't just a flip of a coin um, because, you know, obviously everyone's favorite uh, uh, runner up DK Chillin uh, just completely just made that uh, it's such a great such a great moment that you can't repeat it. So I'm glad okay. they, uh, the I'm same, glad the they same way that Michelle it. made that a great moment. That's uh, true. Yeah. Shout out to the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. On my, on my soap boxes. Um, yeah. I think uh, another thing, at least from last episode that I really appreciate it. And I think this kind of carries over into the beginning of this episode too, uh, was, you know, obviously it was a, a very long tribal uh, where Deshaun is sharing a piece of his story and a piece of his motivation for being out there um, on the island. Uh, and, you know, I was thinking about it today while I was watching this episode. And I'm thinking back of in Modern Survivor, when have we had real conversations on race in America or, or the experience of uh, people of color on Survivor? And one of the only times I could think of was season 39. Um, and there were a few different instances of just like marginalized groups talking about their experience, right? We had at Tribal, uh, them talking about this uh, idea of in the Women's Alliance actually being unfair uh, towards female players. And then we had the moment between Jamal and Jack, where Jack calls Jamal's buff a do-rag. Uh, and then it's, there's kind of a confrontation and then an educational piece to that. Um, but especially within that one, it's, it's just a single scene. Um, and I feel like what's different about this season, or at least to me what feels different about this season, is that these conversations are not as a result of conflict. And it's not uh, a person of color or a person from a marginalized identity having to educate um, those uh who aren't in that group of people uh but rather it's more just an exploration and there's time developed for uh someone like Deshaun to uh just reflect uh and share his experience uh in life and again that motivation for why he's out there um and even with him and Shan talking it's like they're going back and forth of hey we both want to see a black winner on Survivor or we want our communities back home to see this and be encouraged by it at the same time we know we have to get each other out and what do we do? And I think that's a really fascinating human piece uh, of the game and of the social strategy, uh, but especially last episode and this episodes, I, I hate a lot of what the editors and producers have done in season 41, but I really can appreciate the time they've given. Uh, and it's a different framework. It's not a confrontation and an education. Uh, it's a reflection. Um, and I think that to me feels refreshing uh, for 2021 reality TV. So um, that was my big takeaway from last episode and uh, the beginning of this episode as well. Yeah, I think, you know, this is something my, my, my brother and I also talked about, and I, I will give credit to like kind of this mentality to Rob Sestranino um, after listening to one of his podcasts, you know, like two years ago. Uh, and just talking about the editing, we've had a lot to say about the editing and not seeing some things, but, um, you know, Rob uses the language of show me the best stuff, like the best material and, and whatever that is. And we, we saw a very long tribal that could have been perceived as 
boring in that like nothing happened in the game of survivor to move the game along. Um, but I thought that as well, that that moment in that tribal gave a lot of room for the, that storyline to breathe and be resolved. Uh, it had become a big story ever since Liana met Shan on Escapade Island. That was a big storyline going forward. And then we see Shan get voted out and it breaks up that alliance. And it, it, that tribal allowed it to breathe and allowed it to say like, hey, it's not just, I, I think a, whether it's a women's alliance or uh, people of color alliance, or I, like we saw in the survivor or the cookout, I, I think it, it showed a, um, gave a, a lens to look at those types of alliances to be able to say, hey, it's not just about people saying, well, we all share this in common, so we're definitely staying together. It's also saying, hey, no, we share this in common. This is important to us, but I'm also having to navigate that reality on one hand and my own personal desires and goals in this game. And that's not to say that one is more important than the other. Uh, it's just to say, like, I think it, I can be easy to look at um we've talked about this before, the cookout on Big Brother and be able to say, okay, well, those, those six, they just stay together. Like, that's no fun. What are they doing? Don't like, because they're obviously like pandering to the audience on our television screens. Um, and that is sarcasm, people. Uh, but it could be easy to look at them and say like, why Like, why don't they make a move? Like, they're just doing that. That's not, that's not the game. Well, we got to see with this, the competing desires and goals. Uh, and the tension in that. And that's what I appreciated most about it as we saw the, it, it gave that time to breathe and for us to be, to step into that narrative with Deshaun, with Danny, with uh, Shan and Liana. And so I, it was just great. I thought like that was the, the, you know, there may have been some things that we could have seen strategically, but that was the best stuff of that episode, uh, in my opinion. And I'm glad we got to see it. Absolutely. And, and to, receive that 25 30 minute tribal council with that being the main premise of it um it's great to see so um to all the survivor producers listening to our podcast all of them all zero of them yeah you don't know that (laughs) you don't know that um yeah so shout out to that uh shout out to them and uh yeah good episode again liana goes home as you kind of said earlier too um probably a good game for uh, Xander, good thing for Ricard, yep. bad yep. thing for Deshaun and, and um, yep. Danny. And now we're here in this episode. Yeah. And and we see Danny go home, you know. And so, again, that strong four-person alliance and Shan, Liana, Danny, and Deshaun back to back to back are now going home. And, and Caleb, I texted you this towards the end of the episode. I, I realized really throughout this whole season, Danny's only ally has been Deshaun or his closest ally has been Deshaun. even within that group before it was, it was two groups of two yeah. um, in there. And so uh, I wasn't surprised to see Danny go because of that. And honestly, like my prediction is for Heather to go next um, because I think it's very similar to Danny. She is attached to another, like a very strategic player in Erica. Um, like Danny was attached to Deshaun. Um, and, and I think at this point in the game, either you're going to get dragged to the end as a goat or you're going home next. Um, and yeah. so I, I think 
I mean, I texted you this in the middle of the episode and I am one sixth right at this moment. Uh, I said the boot order that I think is going to happen. This is, I have not seen any spoilers. I don't know any cast members. I don't know any people. What I think, I said Danny's going home tonight and then Heather and then Ricard will be out at the fire making challenge. I think he screams fourth place uh, because you know, it's, it's the, the Lauren Ashley Beck, it's the Kelly Wentworth, it's the uh, Malcolm, uh, strong strategic and physical player that is just too strong to get to the end. So I think he's fourth. And I think that uh, chicken and, and vegetable alliance that we saw tonight, there was just, even in the editing, there was a feel for it that's like, I think this is powerful this group of three and even them sitting together, it's like, this looks like a, a strong group of three. I think uh, e- any of them has a shot to win. I, I think Xander is third, Deshaun is second, and I think Erica wins this game. Yeah, you know, I would agree with you had what had what happened at Tribal Council with Deshaun not had happened. Uh, in terms of his like throwing Erica straight under the bus uh it, it, live in tribe we'll, we'll talk about that in a second um <laughs> but uh yeah i thought you know this episode was interesting um i think it was in many ways a, a kind of run of the mill uh tribal i i hate to see danny go home um he makes sense i well i let, let's go and talk about the deshaun's outburst at final final tribal i am okay. i understand T- tell us what tell us how you really feel i understand why Danny got voted out based off of limited social connections. Um, if I'm Ricard, Danny has been gunning for me for a long time. So I, I'm worried about Danny long-term. But honestly, after I, I'm surprised Deshaun's outburst did not hurt him more. I believe that going into that tribal, Erica had her way of or Danny's going home. Uh, or at least Erica and Heather had their their way of like that that was going to be who going home but what in the world Deshaun like I I love you buddy and you're back you felt like your back was against the wall I just want to ask him at some point in time what was your like what was the best outcome there other than ruining Erica and Heather's relationship and if, if that's like the plan then then great because like from what we saw, even in like there wasn't even an, an appeal to. So Heather, we should target Erica. Like it was just like a here's this information, everybody. Crickets. Like what 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 are people supposed to do with that, Deshaun? Like there wasn't a. You were just sharing information for the sake of sharing information, uh, which like I feel like has been some of the theme of this episode of this season is like don't share the information unless you have to share it. Um, yeah, it was just like. In the earlier in the episode, we saw the, the scene of Deshaun saying, I don't know what I'm going to use this information for, but we'll see. That information isn't for live tribals. That information is for when you need to go talk to Heather and convince her to do something. Hey, by the way, Erica was caught, like, told me that she doesn't think she can take you. Yeah, I I'm just disappointed. As, yeah, I, I almost thought it was as a miscalculation of Erica as a player, because um, all we've seen about Erica since her first confessional in episode two or three or wherever it was, was she is a very strategic player. I think if Erica's more emotional, um, a more emotional player, then 
that bait works um and, and she gets frustrated and and begins blowing up or heather gets frustrated but i think um heather is so loyal to erica um and they've been such a tight two and i think erica is so strategic um that it was almost just like yeah it's not gonna happen uh and i and i think that even in that you see she didn't flip her vote to take out deshaun uh at at the after the tie vote because she knows she still has a better chance to work with deshaun than danny and and so it, it didn't even waver in her mind or at least in her actions i don't know about her mind but uh i thought that was really cool um also i think it's funny because at the beginning of tribal you texted me and you were like i am deshaun deshaun is me uh we're the same person and uh caleb could you see yourself doing something like that no that was the that comment was made to when he like basically summarizes what tribal council is going to be to jeff at the beginning and it's just like all right jeff here's what's going to happen we're going to talk about this then we're going to talk about that and then we're going to talk about this and this is they're going to go vote and it's just like that's what i would be doing in uh tribal like someone would say something and I'd kind of like roll my eyes and be like, well, they're just saying that because they need to be able to do X, Y, and Z and show to ABC person that they're loyal to them and deflect votes. And that's all I would ever be thinking about in tribal council. Yeah. Yeah. Also at tribal uh, shout out to the reference to Donovan. um, Was there, uh, was there Donovan reference? uh, Xander looked at Deshaun and was like, oh, these truth bombs at tribal council aren't going to change anything. And that was Donovan's whole, uh, whole thing. Well, he, uh, I I loved his line, his confessional, his voting confessional line of more like truth kamikazes than truth bombs. And which like, it really was like Deshaun, like, I I don't think that really helped your game at all. Um, But of course, you know, it's really easy to sit here from my computer screen and just rip into the gameplay when I, I'm not there on the island. I'm not starving to death. Um, right. But right, uh, Caleb. I don't know if you have any other questions before we get into out what out play out last. I have one question. Uh, who in their right mind would choose cookies and cake over chicken and vegetables? Um, who in their right mind? Like I'm confused of like why? Like why is that an appealing decision? Like yeah, that's yeah chicken. And vegetables are like the the two greatest things you could eat to make you feel better and full right. and full of energy. Yeah. Uh, now, if it was like, do you want salty snacks or sweet snacks? Like, okay, let's talk about that. I mean, potentially, I, I see a world in which, like, okay, let's say a group of people or two of a group of people uh, had just gone on a reward where they got that, and it's like, oh, I want cookies and I want cookies now. Like, I just had. I'm well, talking like crazy. the. Well, you know, listen, hunger makes you do weird things. Um, but I, I do want to pause for just a moment and make a statement about how what's interesting about that phenomenon is I was thinking about reward challenges and how they were always this big thing or like a, like this for the from from a viewing standpoint. Uh, as a viewer, when you see those like lavish rewards, like uh, something like I think it brings you into that moment of like, oh, if I were in there. Um, shoes, yeah, a spa day would sound so great. Or yeah, like that that feast that they went to go do that would that looks so cool. Uh, and we get those like other story beats in the moment. But when the rewards are just like here's some beef stew or here's some chicken and broccoli, <laughs> it's like from a viewing standpoint, that doesn't draw me into the like interest and in, in, into what is happening. It's just kind of like, oh, cool. 
So I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where they go from here with, with the, those rewards. And I mean, obviously we'll see next season and the next season after that, but yeah, that's yeah. just something I thought about tonight. It's definitely no uh, champagne on day one and family visits <laughs> for everyone. Right. It's uh it's not even a question of letters from home. It's like, nope, you get chicken and broccoli or cookies and cake. What do you want? Yeah. Oh, you want a letter? Great. Go suit up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, Jeff, like, are you toying with us? Do you, do you have something? Nope. Okay. Just, just broccoli and chicken. Okay. Well, okay. also I'm like, I also, I mean, letters from home makes sense. But was like, guys, y'all know that you're not getting a family visit. This is the middle right. of a, a pandemic, right. right? That's just not happening. Right. Um, I, there was a moment where I was like, will the losing tribe get something? Like, are they going to get the opposite reward? And that nope, would have been interesting. They, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, no, you, they, they didn't. They went home and ate papaya. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Let, let's hop into our outwit, outplay, outlast players or moment of the episode. It's been a hot minute since we've done it. I'm sure I'll mess up uh, what outwit and outplay are. I don't care. Um, so Caleb, why don't you go first, man? Yeah, I had these in my head, like mental notes, and then I forgot them. You want uh, to go first? Yeah, go ahead and go with your first one. Okay, you'll just steal mine and then yeah, that's, that's re-rationalize great. it and act like it was your idea. That's great. Great. Okay. Uh, so out wit. Uh, in my mind, this episode it has to be Erica. Um, again, it's she had that that confessional right before tribal where she was like, I have to convince everyone that their best move is to vote Danny out instead of Deshaun because my best move is to vote Danny out instead of Deshaun. Um, and it worked. And so I thought that was really cool. I thought she really led that, um, that vote on, on who it was, because it's, it's a toss-up between the two of them. Uh, we've seen Ricard be very strategic and very savvy. Uh, we've seen Xander. I, I, maybe we haven't seen him be savvy yet. Um, and we've seen Heather lead, uh, you know, the vote out against uh, Tiffany. But uh to see Erica do that, uh, she was driving that for sure. And, and I think that solidifies her as one of the best outwit players of this season. It's, it's now multiple episodes where she has been a driving force, if not the sole driving force to take out somebody. Um, but yet isn't this big threat to anyone. Ricard's still the threat. Uh, Xander's still a threat, but she's not. So uh, outwit by far, it goes to her. Uh, for keeping Deshaun because she knows Deshaun will be more likely to work with her than Danny. Yeah, I also have to agree that Outwit is Erica, um, but I would disagree. I'm, I'm still uncertain on like whether or not she should have kept Deshaun based off of what ha- what had happened. Um, I, I had I been Erica, I, that would have given me serious pause of keeping Deshaun only because. I know Danny is not going to work with the card. And if I know Danny is not going to work with her card and I still have Heather, then that just means I, and Xander is not going to work with her card. I can definitely control that vote going like going forward for the rest of the season. Whereas Deshaun's a bit of a wild card as was just displayed. So I, I'm, I can't say that I, I agree with her decision not to devote, vote out Deshaun, for my fantasy tribe, I'm happy that happened because Deshaun didn't go home. Um, but um, I think just in terms of what we saw in this episode is we kept seeing people come to Erica 
to help make those decisions. And the same way that Shan used to be the driving force behind some of the decision-making, at least based off of what we are shown, Erica has in some ways stepped into that role. I think, like you said, Xander is still kind of a threat. Deshaun's on the outs with everybody. And Ricard is, uh, I think people know that they need to get him out. So like he's, no one is going to work with him when the rubber meets the road. Whereas right now people are going to work with Erica when the rubber meets the road. Uh, and so that, that is intriguing. And, and I think she is playing the end game very well so far. Absolutely. Uh, so, so question I'll post to you, uh, does Erica have a guaranteed spot in the final three right now? Does Eric, no, I would not say that. Okay. Uh, because the, like, I'm going to, I know that you think Ricard's a, a fourth place boot or whatever. I let's just, Scenario-wise, let's say Heather has a spot in the final three. Um, like, let's just say that she gets there. I think, or the final four is like a Heather, Erica, Ricard, and um, Xander, Deshaun. I mean, or, or, or I'll even say this: it's Heather, uh, Erica, Deshaun, or and Xander. Are they going to take Erica in, or are they going to take Heather in? Uh, like, if if Heather, like, like they might put both of them up, and Heather may. Uh, when the final, like, I, I see that she could be a casualty of she didn't happen to win immunity and the person that wanted to, they wanted to vote out got immunity. So I, I see that in a world where she is not guaranteed final three. Um, I would agree with you potentially that Xander might have final three in the bag. Um, but let's move on to outplay. Yeah. Uh, outplay, um, easy for me. I think he's been that player outplay player for a while it's ricard um him winning that challenge today it was great again it was the dean challenge that dean won uh in season 39 second reference of the episode somebody keep a tally um so shout out to ricard for winning that challenge um and, and again it's when he needed it um it wasn't guaranteed that he was going home but it wouldn't have hurt Xander, Erica, and Heather's game to take him out um, right now. So um, he he saved his ass by winning immunity today. And for that, he is the outplay player of the episode for me. Alex, I will agree with you that he's also my outplay player, but I will disagree that he was not, he was definitely not going home. He was going home. I think that was the plan from Xander and Erica that we need him for that set seven person vote but once we have get down to uh six people left now we can vote them out because the other two are danny and, and Deshaun, who we have a tight threesome against those two so i i think that he really needed that uh immunity challenge and um he won it which like good job for him and he is proving to be a challenge beast uh in this season so far third immunity win right yeah so wild wild all right, so Outlast, um, I was between a few. I always try to give a different person the award or each each award I try. I thought about hard, giving it to Xander. Hard, right. to, hard to do when there's only six people left. <laughs> right. I thought about giving it to Xander because, again, I think he's guaranteed final three. I don't see him winning, though, so I'm not going to give it to him. Uh, I thought about giving it to Erica um, because I, I do think she has a guaranteed spot in the final three. Um, I, I, I think she's going to make it. Um, so I thought about her, but I'm going to go with Deshaun. 
um, as the outlast player. Uh, I know Caleb wildly disagrees with that by the look he just gave me, but I, I think we've seen a lot of twosomes. Uh, when one person gets voted out, the other person thrives. Um, so I don't know. Now that I'm talking about that, Liana didn't thrive after Shane went home, but Ricard did. So um, I'm going to go Deshaun because I, I think he is a good enough player to work his way back into a majority and plant some seeds uh, and potentially win a challenge. I know I was it he who hadn't won immunity yet today. I, yes. He has not won immunity yet. Okay. I think there's a chance. Um, so I'm going to go Deshaun. It, it, it's a risky award to give when there's so, nothing on the, nothing on the line, but I'm going <laughs> to give it to Deshaun. My reaction to you uh, was more so that your logic for not wanting to give it to Xander is I don't think he can win. Uh, so I'm not going to give it to him and choosing Deshaun to me, like, I don't think based off of this past episode and based off of how Shan has perceived him and painted a narrative of he's a snake uh, and in his, and in his outburst is like, I don't think Deshaun has a shot at winning anymore. But I think Deshaun is good enough at talking that he can have a great final tribal council. No, and uh, but see, I, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see because I think the narrative is just going to be Deshaun's a chaotic player. It could be. Now, it, really it, does, it does depend on who is sitting there with him. Like this, this is all dependent upon that. Um, my outlast player is Xander, uh, only because... It's kind of like I said, I, I think he is pretty much guaranteed final three. I mean, he is for certain guaranteed final four uh, because he has an idol that he has not used, that he has not used at all this entire season. And everyone has known about it everyone ever, knows. ever since he talked about tree broccoli looking like little trees. And so, like, I don't know if there's never I don't know if someone's ever held on to an openly known idol that long. Uh, and I, I just have, I like, I have to shout out to him that he is doing that. And you could say, well, this is why he should have played it earlier. Like we could say that, but he is sitting just fine without having have played it. Um, and when he made the decision not to play it uh, earlier in the season, and we talked about he's going solo uh, and trying to figure it out on the way. He's playing that position actually pretty well. Now, if he could, I don't think that Xander will win depending on who's up there with him. But if he could craft that narrative of let me show you how I made these decisions and why I made them. And then, and then like, flaunt, you see this idol. I haven't, even if he doesn't play it, I haven't played it all year and you all knew about it. Um, and you let me bring it here. And like, so I, I think he could have a powerful argument for the end game, obviously, depending on who's next to him. Yep. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things of like, I don't know how he's done. It. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, I, I wish I could uh, pinpoint every move he's made, but he's just kind of gone with the flow. Um, and he's been on the outs for almost the entire thing. And then this group of four kind of fell into his lap. And it's like, well, like we said, it was, it was a group of, four with two sets of two a group of two uh ricard who's kind of in with shan who's kind of not shan goes home now ricard solo xander solo and you have a two and a three like 
how did how is he in a good position right now i don't know um but whatever he's doing he's doing it well yeah i mean he played that hey as long as it's not me like i'm gonna play i I mean, he's playing it really well whether you respect that gameplay or not like you know how i feel about gavin's performance on edge of extinction edge of extinction and that his game needs deserves more credit but like i mean he's playing that game of hey it's not me but I'm, I'm riding solo. I'm going where the numbers are. I'm keeping myself safe. But like, I mean, he's, he's playing really well. Um, yeah. I, I'm just impressed with him because I would not have guessed that at the beginning of this season. Yeah, me neither. Uh, the one last thing I'll say, the part that made me laugh the most in tonight's episode uh, at Tribal, uh, everyone's talking and Jeff goes, Heather, uh, where are you at in all this? And she just responds and goes, well, that's a good question. And I just thought yep, that <laughs> that is a good question. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Oh, That's Heather, awesome. Heather, Heather, Heather. Um, I'm watch what's going to happen just based off of this season, how like just unpredictable it's been at times. Um, Heather's going to win like final finale. It's just going to be the Heather show the entire time. And I she's going to like cut Erica, cut Ricard, or like, beat Ricard in a final four fire making challenge, pull off of a uh, survivor Australian survivor season one level of tribal council performance. And I won't spoil who that was, but Alex knows what I'm talking about. Caleb, you, you are sending like me right now, these wild theories <laughs> that don't make sense that are completely illogical. Uh, and I, I love you for it. So uh, thanks Caleb. You've just made my night. And I you've could made, not agree more. And you've made my night because you've just acknowledged that you make illogical arguments. I, but they're great. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks so much for listening. We're excited to be back. Sorry for the delay again. I was moving. I was starting a new job. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, Thanksgiving, whatever. <laughs> but we're back. Uh, and the next episode is the finale. Uh, yeah. Crazy. So uh, we are excited to do a, a final episode and maybe we'll do like a, you know, season recap or something like that. We haven't talked about that, um, but we're excited for it. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at speaking llama. Uh, make sure you subscribe to either on Spotify or Apple podcasts, wherever you listen to your spot or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you will always get a notification uh, there, wherever you listen to your Spotify's, you know, um, we hope that we are on your Spotify wrapped. 2021 if you are screenshot it and send it to us um because that's kind of a bucket list item for me so uh that'd be pretty cool to see caleb any uh final thoughts i'm excited for the finale here we go great cool all right uh take care and we will speak llama to you later